welcome back to another episode of The Messy Bookshelf. I'm Sarah. I'm Jade. And I'm David. And today is our read, watch, listen. Who wants to, who wants to start? We're starting with. We want to start with reading. What, okay. Like what, what we're reading. <laughs> David, since I'm looking at you. Okay. you I'm currently reading two things. Physical copy I'm reading. I know who you are. By Alice. Uh, I think that's right. I'm like thinking, like imagining the cover of Alice Feeney. I'm enjoying it so far. There's a lot going on. It's somewhat unreliable narrator, or potentially, but then also at the same time, there's like it's every chapter's the present and back in the 80s so it turns out that the main character was like abducted as a child oh my god and then there's the current present day stuff that she keeps she has a stalker who keeps giving her notes that says i know who you are she's like an actress and she has lap memory gaps and her husband disappears and the police blame her thinking like oh wasn't this you you driving his car buying gas at this time or Mm. these kind of things so then it's like this back and forth so there's a lot going on it doesn't have amazing ratings but like it's entertaining right now and it's keeping my interest Mm -hmm. and i read like 100 pages like on friday i just sat down and just like cranked out 100 pages so it's like it's fast paced so you can get through it quickly Um, i haven't finished yet so i don't know how it all wraps up if it's a payout could be one of those where it's like everything leading up to the end is like oh this is really good and then the end is like oh yeah right now it's like it's like a 3.4 on okay. various sites and stuff so i got that from goodreads so i'm trying to knock it out so i could post the review because they do send you reminder emails oh well you want a book from us oh, just remember uh-huh. the publishers do these giveaways so, so they can get reviews uh-huh. um so I'm doing that, and then I'm reading the ebook of The King in Yellow, which is a collection of short stories. It rear is from the 70s, I believe, or maybe even earlier than that. And it wrote it came back into oh, first published in 1895. Oh. But it came back into the night uh, the mainstream consciousness because it was featured in the first season of True Detective. So the King in Yellow is kind of like uh, the the story. I haven't read the actual story yet, but the King in Yellow, these the story collections of stories are all around this play called the King in Yellow. That anyone who reads it goes crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how it ties in with uh, with True Detective, but I think it's because oh, if you have spoilers for the first season of True Detective, mm-hmm. there's like this weird like culty kind of thing. That Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson are trying to like track down. And I think they keep finding a copy of that book, mm-hmm. like with the members. Mm-hmm. So they're like, whether the cult's like based around it or something. So just the premise of there's a play that if you read it, you go crazy kind of intrigued mm-hmm. me. I didn't realize it was a short story collection. So that's why I'm kind of struggling with it because. Mm-hmm. I struggle with I short know, story collections. A huge short story person. I think there's well, it's just the collections because some stories I'll zip through. I'm like, oh, that was interesting, and then others was like, this is a slog. And 
because it was written and it was published in 1895, it does have a slower pace and it was very antiquarian to me mm-hmm. where it always seems to be everything's written slower pace. Like that's why I appreciate Lovecraft, but like I can't really read Lovecraft because to me it's just the, it's so monotonous mm-hmm. and with the pacing and what the way that it's written. Um, so those are the two I'm reading. Haven't finished either, so I can't say if I recommend them or not. But hey, it's something different if you're looking for something to read. Okay. They did a graphic novel adaptation of it too. I'm not surprised that they're doing a graphic novel no, adaptation out of everything. I was like, I've seen that title. I've, I've seen that the cover of the graphic novel. Let me, let me see that cover. Now, see, that would be okay. curious because that might be actually a better way to read it than Maybe. the short stories because you can. It's but crazy. now, but based off of the one story, I think I've completed two stories from it. But the first one, I'd be interesting to see it, what visuals they would put with it because mm-hmm. the description mm-hmm. of one character is like, mm. like yeah. he's like this person's been like mauled or mangled and was like has like fake ears that he wears mm. and, and stuff. So be like, oh, how do they? <laughs> yeah. How do they do the graphics for that? Nice. I yield my time. <laughs> Jade, what have you been reading? Um, so much. Um, uh, right now I'm reading a kids graphic novel when stars are scattered okay. by Omar Mohammed and Victoria Jameson, and it's um. That's been on my list. Like, autobiographical about um, Omar and his younger brother Hassan when they were children in a refugee camp. They're Somali, Somalian um, refugees in Kenya. Mm-hmm. Kenya, I'm pretty sure. Um, so I'm three quarters of the way through that. Um, it's really good. Obviously, it's not a particularly happy story. Um but it's just about him and kind of living life in a refugee camp and um, trying to keep hope alive and through like every day, just like seeing tasks and stuff. And um, he gets into school that they have there in the camp because for a while it was just, it's really like him and his brother. Mm-hmm. His parents are in the picture. Um, and so he hasn't been going to the school, but then someone comes by and was like, well, your neighbor here, like she has been watching them this whole time. Um, he was like, she can take care of your younger brother. And cause then the younger brother is like mute. He just like won't talk. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and I know the book is getting like a lot of praise. It's really good. So I'm reading that for our graphic novel club. I'm excited to talk about that okay. soon. Um, and then I'm listening to, the audiobook of oh gosh strange strange beasts of china by yan ge um i've had a, i this one makes a little more sense to me i feel like in the past like i've tried to read chinese authors like books translated from china and i just have a hard time with them but this one it's weird it's sci-fi ish um there are these various beasts, there's like the sacrificial beasts and heartless beasts, and they have like different names and different types of bodies. But they almost look human, like for the okay. most part, they do. So some have like just like different colors here and there, or 
like weird earlobes and they're just slightly different and it's it's kind of about like humanity and what we do and how we treat other living creatures and Mm -hmm. the things that we do that like we just think are okay Mm -hmm. but then if it's like if it happens to humans Mm -hmm. then it's like oh that's not okay but then it's like why is that okay that we do this group of beasts you know and interesting um, it's yeah it's a really interesting audiobook it's like almost eight hours um but i'm 70 percent of the way done and i'm very interested to see how it ends because it's yeah. a, it's about a she was going to school for like cryptozoology but then she became a writer and then somehow she gets like involved into like writing stories about each different type of beast okay uh-huh. so she's kind of she has this background and then she is just trying to like learn more about the different types of beasts and what make them what they are mm-hmm. and why we call them that. Um, so yeah, it's it's very interesting. Huh. I'm a little overdue on the physical copy, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna listen to this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> get it done. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I like it a lot. So that see how sounds something that I would like. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll have to check it out. Um, so a book I just finished. Um, I listened to it. So the two books I'm talking about, I. I I'm listening to. Um, I started following this blogger a while ago, and then I remember you reading her and just like talking a lot about Jenny Lawson. So I just finished Let's Pretend This Never Happened. Um, she narrates the book, and it's just like, it's absurd. <laughs> it's wild. It's yes. crazy. So it's, I think it actually says underneath the title, like a mostly true memoir or something <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. This lady just has like a really interesting life and she, she deals with a couple like disorders and um, diseases and just like the way she grew up and then the relationship she has with her husband and with her kids. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like when I like wrote my review, I, I wrote something like it's inappropriate, but like funny as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, yeah. If you, if you're into blogs, I highly recommend, cause she is still blogging. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend her blog. It's called the blog S. Um, I think she has, two books and like a coloring book or like a workbook. Um, and I remember Jade reading uh, this one. And then her second one is furiously happy. Uh-huh. Um, so I definitely am going to read it, but listening to it was like really entertaining the yeah. way after a certain point, I was like, okay, I'm kind of getting annoyed with this because like when she introduces each chapter, she, so I will say, when I listen to a book, I listen to it at a speed of 1.5. Uh. <laughs> so it's very like, because I just, I want to read so much and I only have so much time in a day. Like I speed it up so that I can get through it quickly. But because it's at 1.5, it kind of sounds cartoonish. Yeah. She has a high pitch <laughs> voice. voice. And yes. so after like, when it's getting towards like, I forget how many chapters there are on this book, but there's a lot. Yeah. Um, I, th- cause I, listening to it but i think like in the physical copy i think the chapters are are pretty short which is why there are so many chapters so not only is she super high pitched and i'm listening to it at a ridiculous <laughs> speed um it's so like just ridiculous because yeah. she's singing the title mm. and it's it is funny is she actually singing the title or does yes. it sound like it no she actually is 
That it sounds weird on the high speed. Yes. The faster speed. Because I like slowed it down and I'm like, oh, okay, she's literally singing the title. <laughs> so it's it's a super fun read. Um, it's funny because when I went to go review it on Goodreads, <laughs> a lot of the people, like it has like good, st- um, I, I want to say it's like over four stars. But a lot of the reviews I were reading were of people hating it. Like the first yeah. 20, 30 reviews are people like crapping on it. Huh. And I think maybe like they don't get it because like if for people who are into like David Sedaris, this is what you're going to read. Like she's very just absurdist, I think. Um, so if you don't get that humor, you're not going to get it and you're not going to like it. So like in reading those reviews, I was like, I really enjoyed this book. But if you're not that kind of a reader, you're not going to like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I highly recommend it. So that's like a kudos to Jade because um I think that's why I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to read this. I remember Jay like talking about her all the time. So I was like, I'm getting it done. And then the next, the other one, which is, I'm also listening to it is um, it's for a book club that I'm going to be doing with a high school. It is called, um, I'm going to say truly devious, but it's um, box in the woods by Maureen Johnson. Um, these are really popular teen books right now she has a trilogy um truly devious is the first one but this box in the woods um is separate but it's still in the world of truly devious Mm -hmm. again i'm doing this for a book club um it's my first time working with this high school so i went with this because um like teen mysteries like murder mysteries are just Mm -hmm. they're a thing they're popular yeah uh so that's why i chose this but i'm listening to it and it's really entertaining um it's in short, I mean, I said it, it's a murder mystery, but it is about um, a girl who's trying to figure out a murder that happened in the late 70s. And it is obviously the girl, it's in current time. So you keep, you go back and forth between the 70s mm-hmm. and the 80s, or I'm sorry, the 70s and present day. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's really good. I, I'm really nice. enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really well written. And I think I'm probably going to read the trilogy because it's just good. Um, and you should read, um, that's what I mean. How we, have you read How We Fall? Katie, Katie Chow? Uh, yeah how we fall apart oh i fall so i came across her on tiktok um she was like really promoting her book it's so good um it, was like, it course, sounds familiar top kids in like some fancy prep school and like of course the top kids are like a couple of asian kids okay and then the top girl like dies okay and then it's and then it's kind of like got like a pretty little liars vibe where then like someone okay. is like leaking like secrets about oh. the other friends, okay. so-called friends. And oh, it's so good. Okay. I'll give it. that a go. Yes. I'm very, as I've mentioned in previous episodes of our read, watch listens, I'm very into like teen murder mysteries. Um, so, like oh, okay, cool. Excellent. So Jade, what are you watching? A lot of TV shows like, cable tv shows but um i started i need to get back into it uh archive 81 on netflix oh which yes is based on the podcast, the podcast. Oh, I need, well while i need to get back in the podcast too 
Um, and I'm bummed that Netflix is only doing the one season. Yeah, I just saw that. Whatever. I've only watched, so I've listened to, I think I've listened to the first two seasons of Archive 81. Because I, I was listening to it in real time. I think we talked a lot about that mm-hmm. when it was, um, when I was working with you. Yeah. And then I've only watched um, episode one. Okay. I think I've done, I think about half, my sister and I are halfway through the season. Okay. Um, oh, it's so creepy. So he, yeah. the, the main character gets. Apologies about my cat again. <laughs> <laughs> she gets, or he gets asked to like, he, he uh, refurbishes like old cassette tapes mm-hmm. or just like old things. Like he fixes them so they can be played He's again. Basically like restoring. Yes. Them. Thank you. Restoring. I could not come up with that word. Restoring them and then transfer them to, to digital. Like digital media. To, yes. Right. Yeah. And then he gets asked by this like mysterious, like wealthy dude who's like, I need you to, it's a remote location. You're just going to be there. And, um, you know, I need you to like fix these tapes and convert them. And so he's doing this. He's in the middle of nowhere in the woods in like countryside New York or something. So I have to ask because, so listening to it, because I'm, oh, my cat's got to chill out. <laughs> Apologies, people. Um, listen, listening to it, I mm-hmm. guess, because I'm a visual person and I always visualize what's happening. I guess in my mind, what I was thinking of, like the, where he's physically doing all of this mm-hmm. was very different than how, how they show it. How they oh, show okay. it. Do I haven't you- listened to the podcast in a long time. Okay. So I don't remember how it's okay. described. Was it like a kind of an older type setting? Yeah. And I thought it was more like underground. Yeah. I feel that's what I remember. More like I, in my mind, it was like underground basement. Uh-huh. Yeah. Versus this like fancy, it's sleek, very creepy, very dark modern. house. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Give me the willies. Um, so he's actually, oh, he's fixing like video tapes from like a handheld recorder. Uh-huh. Um, and it's of this woman who was doing like a research project into this building and the residents that live there. And um, she has her own backstory. And so then as he is fixing these tapes and watching them, things just get increasingly weird. And he starts, he see, starts seeing things. But then you're like, is he really seeing this? Or is it happening? You just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's creepy and it's fun. And yeah, I'm definitely excited. Sense, I need know, to get back into it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, gonna like start watching the podcast first over. episode. The first episode was definitely like creepy. I'm like, uh, Ooh, yes, yeah. right. I, so. Yeah. I remember listening to the first season, and then I thought it was kind of done. I didn't realize they had done more, and then mm-hmm. I listened to the second season. I think there are currently three seasons out right I now. Think so yeah. Um. So I definitely want to get back into it, and then mm-hmm. and then get back into the show. So uh-huh. like, even though I hadn't finished it when I heard that Netflix was canceling it, I was just like. What? I know. Yeah, no need to watch it now. You can watch it anytime. Yes. Yeah, I guess. But anyways, no need to rush. It. I should say. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my watch. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Exciting. We should get back into that. <laughs> David, what are you watching? I my watch is season one of Chucky. Oh yeah, I walked in oh, the other okay. day and I was like, no thanks. It is. It is good. <laughs> It is good. Um, I never watched those movies. It just creeped me out. So it picks up kind of after the Aubrey Plaza 
remake reboot oh, okay. of Chucky. Kind of, because it also ties into the previous Child's Play movies, like Jennifer Tilly's in it. Mm, um, I knew that. The actor that plays the kid in the very first one mm-hmm. uh, at least makes a cameo. Nice. I haven't finished season one yet, but <laughs> it's everything you love about the Chucky movies. I didn't like those movies growing up. I watched those I really watch young. Because I didn't want to watch a doll. I no. had a doll but that I was like... But then it's also ridiculous because it's like it's a it's a two-foot doll. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, kick it. It's so creepy. The room. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is very creepy. <laughs> I didn't watch any of those movies until I was in my 20s, so I avoided the scarring. But that would be... Oh, I never yes. had a My Buddy and Me or Kid Sister, which is the toys that that doll was like kind of, of or whatever. making fun of oh. or whatever. Mm. Um, but it's like... I am digging that these streaming services are making like horror series based off of slashers or just good horror series because they don't have the restrictions that broadcast TV, mm-hmm. you know, so they can lean into that some of that stuff. Maybe. Right. I remember I watched I watched those very young and I had a doll that was like my everything and I remember I can like specifically remember this being in my parents' room. And I'm not kidding. I was like seven, six or seven watching this. And I was on um, on the side of like my parents' bed. So like if they were walking into the room, they wouldn't necessarily see me. Because oh, I was on the God. other side of the bed <laughs> watching this. On the floor with my doll. Nope. And I'm looking at my doll like, oh shit, it's going to come to life. It's going to come to life and kill me. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so I have like, I have very, uh, what do I want to say? Bad memories of that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh, thank you. Yeah. What about you, Sarah? Uh, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. So I am watching um, The Dropout with Amanda Seyfried. The show is based on the podcast, which is about Elizabeth Holmes. Um I think this is just like a crazy story, but my, uh, my brother and my sister-in-law are in the science world. So I think that was like the other part of me being interested in this story. And um, it's, so it's on Hulu. And what's crazy is the person behind this is the person who created new girl. Oh yeah. So it's like, it's very different, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's really good. There are like a ton of big name people in this. And I'm just assuming because of the story, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, Amanda Seyfried is Elizabeth Holm and she like, she kills it. Nice. I, I didn't, um, at first, like when I saw this coming out, I was just like, huh, Amanda Seyfried. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she, yeah, she does an amazing job. Just like the, you know, the voice and, yeah. and the clothes and right. just like the, look and, the, uh-huh. the look and the personality. She, she does a, she does a great job. It's just been really good in it, although I don't have the point of reference. I haven't knowingly seen an interview or, like, the real person mm-hmm. because, like, I know one of the things, like, that's been brought up is, like, she changed her, she, like, practiced. Dropped her voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she dropped her voice and her mannerisms and the ways she, she talks. And then she did the jo- Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wear the same outfit all day, every day, because then I have I don't have to waste time thinking yeah. about what I'm going to wear. She's a very interesting, not that I've, like, 
done a ton of research on Elizabeth Holmes, like the person, but she's just like <laughs> an interesting person. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I didn't realize she is she's 38. Mm. So she's not oh, wow. that much older than us. Uh-huh. And yeah, nice. it's good. And it's, I listened to the podcast like when it came out. Um, so it's like still fresh in my mind. So as yeah. I'm watching it, I'm like waiting for certain things to happen. I'm like, oh, I'm really curious how they're gonna like play this out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm so I listened to the first season in real time and I didn't realize that they actually continued with it. So I think there's two or three seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm wondering, so the last episode comes out next week of the first season. Uh So I'm wondering because it says, you know, every episode based on the podcast, I'm wondering if they're going to do, you know, um, like the season two will be season two of the podcast. Yeah. Um, So it'll be interesting how they do that. I'm kind of thinking they will, because each episode begins with her, you know, talk like in court and then it goes to like doing depositions. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not in court. Okay. Apologies. Um, and then it goes back to like, okay, this is this is what happened, okay. you know, yeah. to get to that point. But oh, cool. I mean, some of the other people are like Stephen Fry, um, uh, what's his name, um, William H Macy. Is William that- H Macy. Oh yeah, uh-huh. right. Yeah, um, seen that in the preview. Naveen Andrews. Um. um a lot. Of Lori Metcalf. Oh, I Lori- think that's her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yeah. she's. Awesome. Mm, she kills it in, in this. I love her. Um, I mean, yeah, like the list goes on. Mm-hmm. But like every episode is just like, dang. Sam yeah. Waterston. Sam Water, yeah. Dylan Minnette. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. I can't think of the actress's name, but she, um, she's she been in a couple uh, Shonda Rhimes um, shows like Grey's Anatomy. And I think she's in Scandal. Huh. Um, so, yeah, it's got a great cast. Storyline is really, you know, interesting. I'm at the point where, like, the New York Times is getting involved and they're trying to run the story. And then, like, people are, you know, because Theranos is going after all these people. So mm-hmm. then he's basically doesn't have a story. And mm-hmm. so it's just like, oh, so, um, yeah, it's good. And I think everyone should watch it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jade, what are you listening to? My usual like pop mix of stuff, but um, so with my one one of my book clubs, we do a different country each month, mm-hmm. and you know when I send out the emails and stuff of here's what's coming up or whatever, I try to like find something to share, and we are doing France for April's meeting, um, and I found a Spotify playlist called Made in France. Nice, uh-huh. just like indie French artists. And I'm just going to listen to that. I don't know what the heck they're saying because I do not speak French, but um, it's fun. Yeah. Sarah's listened to some random French pop over the years. Nice. Like yeah. you got obsessed. You, for a minute, you were obsessed with those what are they, yeah. twins. Oh, twins? L-E-J. Is that what they were sure. called? Sure. <laughs> All I remember they is They were like, like doing covers. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it, it was the. It was a trio. Oh, you're right. It was a trio. And they did the, what was it, that Daft Punk song? Well, they would do, like, mashups, essentially. Mm. So there would be, like, several songs. 
um, that they would kind of put all together. And they were they were good. Nice. But yeah, every now and then I'll just kind of toss that on because it's just fun. Yeah. Thanks. Different. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's what that's been my listen. David, what have you been listening to? There's been, I'm assuming because COVID delayed so much stuff or people can, or because bands and musicians can tour their writing, there's been so much new stuff coming out. Like Meshuggah has a new album out. Linda Linda's have been dropping singles a lot. Dave Grohl's death metal band, Dream Widow has just came out. Shout out Tyler Taylor Hawkins, R.I.P. Yeah, you know, and it's just like there's been so much. Uh, the regrets have new stuff coming out. Um, it's the list goes on and on. So <laughs> I've just been trying to kind of keep up with the bands that I follow or the musicians. Mia, for one, oh, is another yeah. one that has like new stuff out. So Ooh, okay, we have to get check so that out. Uh, Vashi Cohen and his jazz stuff. He's been putting out a lot. So it's just, I'm just trying to keep up with, and I'm sure there's a lot that I've forgotten or I've overlooked. And and I'm sure it's because of COVID that so many, since they couldn't tour mm-hmm. or do the usual touring, <clears throat> had to either do smaller venues or bigger outdoor things that yeah. this is just bands and musicians just have artists have all this material that they've mm-hmm. just been stockpiling because they couldn't do what they normally do but then it's also not the dated stuff like releasing a song about quarantine like six (laughs) months after quarantine ended like blink 182 did or whatever nice nice so yeah i'm kind of all over the place because neo's like neo soul jazz devashi cohen's jazz then mishuga's like the founders of Jen and then the regrets and the Linda Linda's are kind of like modern, like riot girl ish. Mm-hmm. But then also seems like with this newer stuff, the regrets are kind of going more like dream pop ish almost not necessarily kind of losing a little bit of the punk vibe mm-hmm. to me, but I haven't listened to all of it. So maybe it's just certain songs, but there, yeah, there's just been so much coming out. <laughs> nice. Um, I, I, I mean, I've had Audible for a while, but I have been kind of just like listening to a lot on Audible, whether it's it's books or podcasts. And I think we're talking about music, nerd. I'm definitely going to talk about music. Um, but I recently just found a I think it's a new podcast on Audible called "Here's Exactly What to Do" by Mel Robbins. Kind of needs some motivation. And a little bit of positivity right now. Um, so it's been kind of like it's a just yeah, keeping me motivated. Nice. Uh and it's really yeah, it's really good. Um, I don't know a lot about Mel Robbins, but I know she's like extremely popular. So it's been I've been listening to her like on my drive home because definitely by the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, I'm really, you know, like winding down. Um, but listening to her is just like, okay, yes, this is what I need right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as music, um, I'm I'm really into this girl Maggie Lindman. I think I'm I'm a little late 
to the game with her. Um, I guess she like was releasing a lot of her stuff on like social media mm-hmm. at a young age. I don't know how old she is now. I think she's like 18, 19 now. Okay. So she was stuff like releasing... on YouTube like at like 14. Yeah. Old. Right. Oh, wow. So I definitely like late to listening to her, but and she's, she's also shifting. She's kind of pop- hopping onto the pop punk revival trend. Yeah. She's awesome. Like her, she just, You're welcome. Re- yeah. Thank you, David. <laughs> um, yeah, the music's just great. I was playing a song that she was featured on earlier when you were like, is somebody playing music? Oh. <laughs> yeah, she's released a couple um, some uh, singles and... Albums. And albums. And they're I think awesome. Her, yeah, I think she released her de- official debut album recently. No. Last year. Okay, yeah. I'm definitely like someone who listens to stuff on repeat. Um, I know in our last music episode, David talked about <laughs> my uh, quarantine listen was Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. And I listened to her on repeat. And I think uh, David was really over it. <laughs> uh, so Maggie Lindman has been my kind of like repeat. Nice. What I've been playing on repeat. Oh, good. Yeah. I see you like jamming out over there. What are you like looking at or wanting to listen to? No, I'm just now I got Dua Lipa in my head. Sorry. <laughs> I was like blasting it in this house. It's so good. It's, so yeah. I don't blame you. Like either working out or just listening to her like while I'm making the bed or like cleaning up or whatever. Yeah, she's she's awesome. She's fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at the Messy Bookshelf Podcast.